We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mountain West Insider Podcast here on the Field of 68 Media Network. My name is Rob Doster. I have Jeff Goodman here with me and we are going to be joined in just a minute by Great Osibor, the star big man for the Utah State Aggies who improved to 14 and 1 on the season and 2 and 1 uh I'm sorry, 2 and 0 in the Mountain West after beating Colorado State the number 13 team in America on Saturday evening. Great is averaging 18.5 points, 9.5 boards, 2.7 assists, and in two games in the Mountain West, Goodman, 26 points, 11.5 rebounds, 3.5 assists. That's not a bad start to the season. You know what he's been, Rob? Uh, really good? No, he's been great. Oh, he's been great? Okay. Yeah, yeah so it makes sense. Great. I know. It's just – it's too easy. It's too easy to have fun with the name, and uh, I can't wait to talk to him so we can uh, we can kind of find out, you know, a little bit of the jokes that have been maybe thrown at him over the course of his life. And, I mean, listen, the one thing I know is, thank goodness your parents didn't name you great because uh, it would have been so off base from everything that you are. Yeah, well, your parents named you Goodman, which is uh... – which is the the wrong way to kind of phrase that, but I'm sure you've heard plenty of that before. Um, all right, let's just kind of jump around the Mountain West here for a little bit. So right now, there are two teams at the top of the league that are both uh, undefeated in 2-0. That is Utah State and San Diego State. Uh, we have a big game on Saturday of next weekend. San Diego State is heading to the pit to take on New Mexico in what could be a match between two teams that make the NCAA tournament, man. We talked about it a lot last week. We've talked about it at length throughout the season, but the top of this conference is just so good. Yeah. Yeah, so good. I mean, you look at it and in the net um, right now, which is very important, they have all their top five teams right now in the top 35 as mm -hmm. we're recording this. Okay, and Boise, they got some work to do here. But the good thing for Boise is you got five teams now that if you beat them and, and you move up in the league and you finish in the top three or four in the league, you're going to probably get in the NCAA tournament because there are a lot of resume wins because of what Colorado State and San Diego State and Utah State just did. Obviously, that was a huge win, huge win. And we'll talk to Grant about that um, against Colorado State, a team that, again, is in the top 25 and has been here for the last month or so. And 
I think New Mexico is going to have a chance here. Like I really do because they haven't been healthy. It's going to take some time for those three guys to, to kind of play together uh, because they've all been out at, you know, different times. So, you know, between Denton, Mashburn and House, if, if Richard Patino can get those guys healthy, they're going to get better and better as the season goes on here. Yeah, you mentioned Boise State. I think it's important to note they have uh, a big, big week coming up. They get Colorado State at home on Tuesday, fresh off of the loss at Utah State. Uh, then they head on the road to take on Nevada, who is 14 and 1 and 1 and 0 in the Mountain West uh, as we currently speak. So it just, it never, there's no, there's no easy part of this schedule. I think that's kind of, it's epitomized by what we see with Colorado State and what we're seeing with Boise State here. It's just, this is a buzzsaw of a conference, and uh, you better be ready for it because it's going to be like that every night that you go on the road. I just think it's more interesting, too, than a lot of other leagues, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you look at the Big Ten, you're like, all right, Purdue, Purdue, Purdue. We know they're going to win the league. Um, Pac-12, we pretty much have Arizona. They're the clear-cut favorite right now. Uh, ACC's got a couple, and, and SEC is certainly you know fairly wide open. But this league is just – like, I don't know what's going to happen. And that's the beauty of it. You've got good games every night because, again, right now you've got six teams that are all in the equation for the NCAA tournament right now. And there's not a ton of disparity from one to six. Yeah, I equate it to the Big East, right? Like, I think that if you look at what's happening in the SEC, Kentucky and Tennessee have kind of separated themselves. You look at the Big 12, Kansas and Houston have kind of separated themselves. The Big East, there's it, there's a few more questions, right? Like UConn's banged up. They might be the best team, but we don't really know. Seton Hall's in first place, but it's Seton Hall. Are we going to buy in on that? Marquette's lost a couple of games that they probably didn't necessarily need to lose or shouldn't have lost. So it's the same kind of thing where you have five or six teams at the top that are going to be competing for it and what feels like all year long. And I think that's what we're getting in the Mountain West as well. If I was to sit here and tell you that Boise State with uh, with um, with Rice and with Degenhart and with some of the talent they have on that roster, if they were to go out and win 15 games and win the Mountain West regular season title, you wouldn't say that was crazy, right? Yeah. You wouldn't be no, like, that's the, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It's certainly possible. And they're probably the sixth best team in this league. Think about that. Here's what I'll say, too, and you know me, about point guard play. It's super important, right? You look down the list of the the top for all these teams, really for all these teams that are at the top, and Isaiah Stevens, we know how good he is, right? Darius Brown, you know, one of the top point guards in the country in terms of just making people better. Uh, Obviously, you know, Donovan Dent's been terrific when he's been healthy this year. Uh, Blackshear has been really good at at Nevada, Um, you know, Lamont Butler at, at San Diego, like they just they have really good solid point guard play, and I think that's that's a differentiator. Yeah, Reese Dixon Waters and 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 Darian Chamel. It's less uh, the superstar at San Diego State, and more like you have a bunch of really really good guards on the team. But yes, your point is taken. It's uh, I'm glad that we are doing this podcast this year because it is yeah. going to be a it's going to be a fun race, man. And uh, I don't know what you had for your top twenty five today. But I have, I still have Colorado State in my top 25. I have San Diego State in my top 25 now. I have Utah State in my top 25 now. And uh, I can see a scenario where uh, eventually I end up putting New Mexico in it as well if they win on Saturday at home against San Diego State. So that's how good this league is at the top. Um, 
four, five, six teams. I think with that that's very realistic possibility for who can get into the NCAA tournament this year from this group. But listen, uh, that's enough of us talking, man. I know what you guys want to hear. You want to hear from great Osibor. You want to hear from the star of the Utah State Aggies. You want to hear from a guy who has put himself in the conversation with a stud like Isaiah Stevens and a stud like Jaden Ledee in the Mountain West Player of the Year race. Great Osibor, Utah State. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. And now let me welcome on to the Mountain West Insider Podcast, Great Osaber of the Utah State Aggies, coming off of a week where he averaged 26 points, 11 and a half boards, three and a half assists, won two games, and beat number 13 Colorado State. Great. How are you gonna how are you gonna follow this up, man? Like that's that's a high bar to set in your first week in the Mountain West. Oh no, man. I'll take every game at a time because spring doesn't let us uh, get too ahead of ourselves. We have Wyoming next, so just getting ready for that, trying to Try to win that game, try to play good, and we'll be all right. So what what has this year been like for you? Because obviously you came over with Coach Sprinkle from Montana State. You were a good piece last year, but like it's not like you were their best player and you, you go up a level here, maybe even mm-hmm. two, and you are dominating. Like production-wise, I'll put your production against just about anybody in the country that, this year. What has this been like for you? Why have you been able to adjust as easily as you have? Man, that's a that's a good question. Um, I would like to. I'm a pretty confident player, you know. I I like to think I can play with anyone. So, but also I also know the value of buying into your role. And I was at Montana State, and I want, we wanted to win. 
Fontana State was a great program. Had a big, great big man in Jabril Ballo. I learned a lot behind them. We had Raycon Battle, who was there to score the ball. We were a really good team, you know. So my job was to come in, help JB out, play with JB, and do what I had to do. But I knew that eventually my time had to come. So I learned what I could from JB and added my own twist. And thank God it's, helping, it's working out a little bit right now. Take me through the the decision-making process when you decided to leave Montana State to follow Coach Sprinkle to Utah State. Was that kind of a given for you? Was that something that you were always going to do if he left? Or uh, I heard he... he was mad, Rob. Yeah. I heard he was really mad when Sprinkle left. Rumors said, right? Am I wrong? You know, how would you know that? How'd I know. know that? That's funny. Nah, I was so mad. It's crazy. I don't think guys would – I don't know why either. Well – I love that Bozeman. Like Bozeman's a great place. Montana State, the community is amazing. The people there are awesome. And I was comfortable, you know. And I were there, I you know Spring comes in and tells us he's leaving. I was like, I was living. And I'm like, no, I'm staying. I'm staying, it's done, whatever. But then once I calmed down a little bit, my parents are like, okay, now let's let's think this through a little bit. Like, Coach Sprinkle has been good to you. He knows you. He's the one that recruited you out of high school. They know what you're about, and you have a chance to go do something in a in a good conference. So think this through. And then obviously now being logical, I thought everything through, and I was like, the best thing for, the, for my basketball career was really to go to Utah State. And to leave a situation like Montana State, which was amazing, I had to go to an even better situation, and I feel like I've got that here, you know. So you are a native, uh, well, not a native, but you you went to high school in um, England, essentially. And yeah. I think you you moved there when you were 12, if I'm not mistaken. Talk right. to me that, about that recruiting process a little bit, because uh, I don't think when people think about European basketball, I'm not sure that that England is the first place that we think about when it comes to where the best players are coming from. No, nah, they don't. But we have some hoopers, not going to lie. I, I was So I was born in Spain, and then I moved to England. And then when I was in England, I played for – a team called Bradford Dragons. Mm-hmm. And we had we had a couple of D one players. We had um Zion Tordoff, Mate Ocross, they played at the academy. And then I went to my school college and I was there for two years. And uh, that's where I thought got really good. Cause we had high level competition. We had guys who were playing professional now. Me and Amari Williams were there together. That's mm-hmm. that was a really good team. So you learned a lot from players like that. And the competition was there every day. But then my my first year there, Coach Haslam, he came down, like he does recruiting trips over the season. He came to my school and watched me. And it was like, okay, he's like six four, but he's like, he's got some skills. We'll go, we're gonna keep tracking him, but because I was six four at the time, I was like, okay. And then the last year of my school, I kinda I kinda turned like I was like six seven, two thirty or whatever. And it was like, okay, we need to get him. And then, obviously, they were the first school that ever contacted me. And I was getting a bunch of other schools calling at that point. But it it just made sense, you know. Like, they were like, if you come, you can play as a freshman. And knowing coming from Europe, you know that that doesn't happen a lot. Like, you get to play straight away. That's big time. So I was like, okay, I want to go. I want to play. I just want to play. So I went to Montana State, and it worked out well. What was your first reaction when you you get off the plane and you're in Bozeman and you see the mountains and you see the scenery and you see how beautiful it is out there? Honestly, I remember it vividly because I'd been traveling for about 16 hours and I was so tired. I was like, okay, I didn't even, I didn't even really 
and like analyze everything until like a week later because I was just I was jet lagged. I was ready. I was excited. I was full of emotions, you know. All right. So here's a big question: uh, What is it like growing up with a first name of, of great? Because like I can only imagine. Well, I mean, again, when you get old enough to understand how unique of a name it is, yeah. First few years, you don't know, and then you get old enough. Are like kids making fun of you early? Are they like? Oh. How do you deal with it? It's, I mean, now you're you're, you're great. So like yeah. it fits you. <laughs> now my whole life. So you you're right. You know, I've never really thought about it that way. Like when I'm when you're young, I didn't really deep. I didn't really think about it too tough. But then as I start getting older, I'm hearing all the great jokes, all the amazing, all the good jokes. I'm like, okay, whatever. But I feel like I just got used to it, you know. Like, uh, you can you can get mad at it or whatever. But I didn't really, I didn't really look at it that way. I just accepted it. It's been good to me. You you got to have the personality to be able to pull that off too. I bet. Like Absolutely. honestly, my guess is that makes you more outgoing in a way oh. because you have to deal with it and learn how to how to go That's with so it. People, yeah, you can't yeah. let it get to you. You can't let it get to you. If I got if I let it get to me, I would have been cooked. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm good. How how difficult was the transition when you were coming from um, from England and and then moving and playing in in uh, Montana? Did and did it help that you had made a transition like that before? Obviously, you said you lived living in Spain before you moved to England. So I always tell people basketball is a universal language, you know. So mm -hmm. I I came here and I got here and the biggest thing was okay, you're not the best player no more. Like, ever you you're not the best player no more. So how can you match up with that? And it was just like, play super hard. And most freshmen will tell you, like, the game is so fast, and especially the American game. The game was so fast, and that's that's what I, I struggled with. I needed to slow down, you know. But it's fun. You get to see all the high-level basketball. Like You get to see people that, that do things. Like, I remember my freshman year, it was the first time I seen someone with, like, the level of, of athleticism of Raycon Battle. Like, it's crazy. He gets up. It's 6.30 in the morning. He's dunking between the legs like there's people like that in this country and it was it was a an interesting jump to see things like that wow i love it all right so you guys are probably as big of a surprise as maybe any team in the country this year For nobody sure. saw this coming i mean I, i'm not even sure you saw this coming if you're if you're being completely honest because you didn't you didn't know what to expect with, with a completely different team even though you followed your coach um What's this been like for you and why? Why do you think you guys have gotten off to the start you have with the last game being a huge one, a win against Colorado State? It's been fun. It's been fun. I won't, I won't say you're lying. In the summer, we was, we was like, okay. But I feel like it's all part of Coach Sprinkle's coaching style. You know, like he coaches us really hard. Like we get here in the summer, all we do is play defense. So it gets to the point where I'd say we're good defensively, but then it makes us question our offense because we're like, are we this good defensively or what is the problem? But now I feel like the biggest thing was everybody bought in. Like everyone's bought in. I feel like when you have 13 new players, people might have egos like, okay, this is my time to like, okay, go off. Like I have an opportunity to go crazy because there's no role set. But I feel like from the jump, everyone just bought in and what we needed to do to win. Like, if you have to defend, you have to guard, you have to rebound, you do your job and we'll be all right. 
So Sprink told us, uh, I, I asked him for some questions on you. We were looking for some dirt. Uh, great. Okay. And he says that you remember everything that he says, whether it's in film, whether it's in games, whether it's in timeouts. Uh, he says that you'll watch some of the tape and you'll listen to the audio from the video that, that the mic that's right next to the court and hit him on it. What's the most ridiculous thing or the funniest thing you've heard him say that you've hit him on? See, that's hard because he's not wrong. Like my teammates, DB says I'm crazy because I do this. Like I don't forget stuff. Oh, no. Yeah. It's just him. The way he yells my name, I'd have to say that. I say it. It's the way he yells my name. Like, <laughs> I'll go watch it, something back, and he'll yell my name like I just committed murder or something. And then you go <laughs> watch the film, and I, I I maybe turned the ball over. I wasn't ducking in or something. I think that's the funniest thing for me. It's All the right. tone which he does it. So this this is the serious one. I need you to be honest on this. Uh, my I sources know. are saying that one point last season, you slipped in the snow and you rolled your ankle before playing uh, against your, your rivals, Montana, but that you wouldn't tell the coaching staff and that none of your teammates ratted you out to the coaching staff. Did you actually slip and fall and roll your ankle? Is this a true story? Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly that did happen, but we played good. We won that game, so doesn't need to be spoken about too much. What, 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 was, your, what was your stat line in that game? Against Montana? Yeah. I want to – that was a hole, I'm pretty sure. I want to say 14 and 6. Yeah, not bad on a rolled ankle. Mm -hmm. Not yeah, bad at all. Hey, d describe the home court uh, experience at Utah oh. State. In the spectrum? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not, not many like it. It's not many. Why? Why? Like, describe it to somebody. What's going on there? And and if sometimes you catch yourself even looking in the crowd during timeouts or, or waiting to bench. All the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to describe it to you like you don't – you've never heard of – like, these people, I don't think they, they have nothing else to do apart from support the, support the community, support the athletics. So they come in and they have this whole pent-up energy – that they've been saving for the week. And the whole purpose is to let the energy out and making noise and giving us energy in the basketball court. And it's amazing. I love it. Like you can feel, you can feel the energy just coming in. We talk about all the energy and support. And you feel all the energy and support, you know. I, I I tell Goodman this all the time. I'm I'm a big, I'm a big football, your football, not not American football, uh, British football. Okay. You can see right there. I football. Yeah. Come on, you Spurs. Yeah. Um I told him that the the only thing that comes close to co the college basketball atmosphere is um, European soccer, Premier League soccer. And, I mean, obviously you probably know that better than Goodman does, better than I do. Can you compare those? Did you go to any football matches when you were uh, when you were in England? Yeah, no, I went to quite a bit when I was in Spain. I'm a Real Madrid fan. So when Real Madrid would come play our, our team up north, I'd go to all the games. And it's pretty similar because they're both crazy, like, <laughs> all game long, you won't hear no no silence. All you hear is constant noise, constant noise. People just causing a ruckus, you know. And I love it; it's fun. I love the chaos of it. Hey, why did you go so Spain to to England? Uh, how did that happen? Why why did you um why did you go? Why did you guys move? My dad got a good job opportunity in England. You know, good job opportunities were hard a little bit in Spain at the time, and he found a good job in England. Listen, I'll say this. I'm I'm glad we talked to you. Uh, you are you are 
super fun to, to watch and probably more fun to talk to. Even. And uh, sure. listen, it, it's, it's great seeing stories like this, you know, coming from again, Montana, well, you guys had a lot of success, but you waited your turn and have honestly shocked a lot of people, probably even yourself included a little bit, I, I assume, with the, with the number. No, <laughs> he said no. He said no. You Not at all. Goodman, his name is great. What do you think? His expectations got to be through the roof, man. His numbers are insane, though. I mean, what you've done this year is, is incredible. Uh, you just don't see this happen very often in, in college basketball. Somebody who transfers up and doubles their production like it just it doesn't happen great so I, I just want you to understand like what you're doing is special but here's what i'll say it's special because you're winning yeah that's why it's exactly. special mm -hmm. all right exactly. i feel like anyone can not anyone obviously you gotta be good to put up numbers but it's easier to put up numbers and be content with not winning like yes. the fact that I'm getting a bit of recognition right now. It's really all due to the fact that we're winning. And it's big credit to the team. Like, I want to give my team a shout out for that. Like, it's not just me. This is everyone right now. All right, you got – last one. Last one before you go. You got a point guard that you played with last year that I believe either is your roommate or was your roommate in, in my roommate. Darius. Give me, Give us some dirt on him a little bit uh, <laughs> as a roommate. As a roommate, what's he like? Uh, DV is actually a good roommate. I can't even. DV is actually a good roommate. I can't even get get there on DV. That's a bad question. You should find someone. Does he do the dishes? Who who does the dishes? Who cleans up? And who's who's an absolute uh, pick? Of my two roommates, yeah. Um, I do. I do most of my dishes. I, I if I if I see if I put something down, I'm gonna clean it. But my problem is if someone puts something down and it's on mine. I'll just leave it there for as long as it takes. I'll just leave it there. And then that becomes a problem. And he's pretty good at uh, taking this mess up. But when, when, if Max leaves his dishes, Max is going to be the same way. So sometimes we'll not have a little bit of a mess. But we, yeah, we've been good for, for a while. All right, great. The, the, we'll, we'll end it with this. Um, you grew up in Spain. Uh, you're a Real Madrid fan. So I need some help. Uh, I'm hoping you can translate something for me. Um, mi amigo Jeff aquí es tan inteligente como un pomo de la puerta. What does that mean? What the hell? What's that? <laughs> My friend Jeff here is, uh, is as smart as a doorknob. <laughs> is it what? Wait, wait, what did you say? My friend Jeff here is as smart as a doorknob. There you go. <laughs> exactly. 100% true. Great, awesome more. Utah State Aggies, appreciate you being here, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having me. Thanks, man. Thanks, man.